hello and welcome to the first episode of Hot, Hot Girls Read this. this. I'm your host, Timory Maxwell. I am your other host, Carly Waits. And today we're going to uh, start with our intro, our first episode, our first book review. Why we're doing this. Yes. Who we are. It's like a mashup of like our intro and then a book review, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, Intros in the future too will probably never be this long. Yeah, no, we're just giving you the lowdown. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, like I said, I'm Timory. Um, me and Carly, we work together. We're just little baristas in a big world. Um, besties for life. Um, Some that, might say. Yeah, I would say. I hope you would Are say you the same. Me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were discovering that we both were bookworming our way through life. <laughs> I would like to say for the record, I was bookworming before you were. Yeah, no, I, I like go through phases. Actually, that's a lie. I go through phases too because I'll like read like 15 books in a month and then I won't read for four months. Yeah. So no. I'm just getting back into phase two of the year. Okay, well, that's great. I, I kind of started mine this summer. I like to read a lot when I was younger and I've dabbled on and off like through my young adulthood, I guess, like late High teens. school, I'd say it took a pause. Yeah, so, so anyways, I started to... Uh, get into book talk and hot girl summer all of those trends and um and then I was like why haven't I been reading I have so much time I'm I'm not working that much so (laughs) might as well find something to do (laughs) um so yeah this summer I got really into reading taking a lot of the recommendations off of book talk um Carly she what do you normally read well unfortunately I normally read I guess not Not, unfortunately (laughs) I read a lot of like sad books because I don't know I love a good book cry nothing feels better than at the end of a book when you sob your eyes out and I also read a lot of like historical fiction I love a good world war ii book but then I realized that probably why I struggle in life is because or not struggle in life but like (laughs) why I'm maybe so sad sometimes is because I'm reading books that literally suck the life out of me so if you would have asked two months ago if I was reading the same books as Timory, the answer would be no. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I gravitate. Like, for example, I love the Twilight book series. Like, that is one of my favorite book series of all time. Um, I used to be ashamed of that, but you know what? I don't no care No shame anymore. in that game. No, read what you want to read. Timory really likes the cheese, the romance. Yes, the... I, I want a love triangle. I want, like... Yeah, like Star-Crossed Lovers, mm-hmm. like whether that's a modern day or like set back in time. I don't care. I just like, I need that teeter-totter of like, will mm-hmm. they be together or stuff like that. I think you like to read fun books is what yeah, it comes like, down to. And I like to read something that's going to make me sad for four days. Yeah. But the first book I read that, I don't think I've even told you this, made yeah. me start to like books that aren't just like sad and mopey is called Where'd You Go, Bernadette? I couldn't I tell you that. the author. It is so goofy and funny and like the plot of it is like nothing I've ever heard. And when I started reading that book, I was like, wow, like it's really fun to like read a book mindlessly and not be thinking about like anything sad. (laughs) The Holocaust (laughs) trauma. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah. So maybe we should do... Okay, side note, we should do like like a Timory pick and a Carly pick. I think that would be great. And like do like like some sort of like let us know what you think in yeah. the comments yeah in the reviews a, drop a no comment. only leave good reviews okay <laughs> wait okay so wow we really got off there but basically we both like to read we have been talking a lot about the books that we like at work we kind of 
made the name jokingly after like hot girl summer like hot girls like i would see a lot of tiktoks if you're a hot girl like this is what you're reading this summer and so we kind of just were like that's kind of funny and also we're smoking hot <laughs> and of course all of you listeners i are think hot girls. we should preface to hot girl is not exclusive to just being a girl men, yeah or anything else <laughs> Like Timory said in our little synopsis of what is a hot girl, it's really anybody who reads a book is You're hot. hot. You're just hot. <laughs> if you can read. That's our definition. If, if it's you've fourth ever grade read level. anything ever. You're hot. And you can listen to this. And also, men, you're welcome to the space. Like, if you want to join this fire book club, you've come to the right place. Like, you're here. You're welcome. You're a hot girl with us. <laughs> okay, so um, without further ado... Our first book that we're reading, um, drum roll, or that we already read, <laughs> is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Um, this is by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and um, I picked this book because I saw it all over Book Talk. Everyone was recommending it. Carly also wanted to read it because why? I would like to <laughs> give a quick shout out to my girl Amanda. She is the fellow baker at my work and she said she loves this book and so when me and Timurie found out that we both wanted to read it it felt perfect yeah so that's why we chose this book and then at the end of the episode we'll let you know what book we're reading next and we'll give you two weeks so you can read along with us if you want to um so stay tuned for that and that way every two weeks we'll have a new book to talk about mm -hmm. if you want to read it with us please do if you don't and you don't even like to read you want to sound cool and you're with your friends Mm. you'll be able to talk about it if you listen to our podcast that's honestly the smartest thing that yeah. will come out of this podcast and i didn't think about it yeah like if you're not a reader but you just feel so left out like all my friends are talking about these books <laughs> <laughs> then you can go on book talk too and get like four hundred thousand views and it'll be sick yeah and all because of this podcast you're welcome we'll say it you're welcome. you're welcome yeah okay, okay so tell me about the author carly i'm gonna give you a little rundown on taylor jenkins read um, she is the author of seven novels, three of which have been New York Times bestsellers. She has been featured in multiple celebrity book clubs, including my personal favorite, Reese's Book Club by Reese Witherspoon. We love her. I love her so much. I can't even lie. <laughs> she currently lives, Re or not Reese, um, Taylor currently <laughs> lives, I don't know where Reese Witherspoon lives. Um, she currently lives in Los Angeles with her husband and her daughter. And I'll give you a little bit of a rundown of the like the general overview of what seven the seven husbands <laughs> excuse me nervous the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo is about so essentially it is about two main characters and then a few others that will unfold as we talk about it um, Evelyn and Monique Monique is a writer for Vivant <laughs> <laughs> for Vivant I think it's called Vivant but Timurie lived in France in case you didn't yeah, hear obviously ever yeah <laughs> I've heard a lot if you've met me you know that I like I flex that even though it's not a flex like it wasn't that great of a time <laughs> but I'm like that girl like oh uh, I lived abroad yeah have you ever had a croissant all? in France <laughs> wasn't all it's cracked we got into a little bit of an uh, not even an argument she laughed at me really hard when I said Vivant and she said Vivant so what do you guys think? We're going to look this up after. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> so Monique works for a, it's like a magazine online like blog. An editorial. Yeah. And she is just a small writer and she suddenly gets the opportunity to write for Evelyn Hugo or write a piece on Evelyn Hugo, who is a world-renowned actress. She is known for like 
her stunning beauty, her like white blonde hair, really tan skin. And her her big knockers. <laughs> Which her I will big say, tot-tots. the cover of the book has like an illustration of her and she's like got a B cup. Like I didn't look Which that I, hard, but thanks no, for I pointing was, out that observation. No, because that's like a thread through the book. So I was like, Wait. She does talk about her knockers Which, a lot. like, wh- whatever your knockers look like, <laughs> we don't <laughs> All care. knockers are I welcome mean, here. <laughs> yes, but like I was like, okay, they kind of failed that illustration because that's like, they talk about that so much. They really do. And so she has like a sunny body and she is most well known for her seven husbands. But the truth about her life has never been told. Um, Evelyn refuses to do personal interviews. Um, So it's interesting when she asks for Monique specifically to do an interview with her. And she tells Monique she wants to let the truth out about her life and why she had seven husbands. And the whole shebang. Yeah. All the details that nobody knows. All the secrets out in the open. There's lots of secrets. Yeah. And um, so... We already kind of talked about why we chose this book. People love this book. Yeah, no, like, I've, I've seen this it. on so many like TikToks of like people's favorite book. Mm-hmm. A lot people of people are and, like, it wrecked me. Yeah, well, in in like I get that. We'll get into that in a minute, but um, but yeah, even like some of my friends have recommended it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Taylor Jenkins Reid. I just read Malibu Rising, which hopefully we can do an episode on because I I loved that book. Like. I read it in three days. I couldn't put it down. And so this one I had like very high expectations for. We're going to preface right now. (laughs) Normally we hope to not just read a book review and absolutely, or not read a book review, but talk about a book and we don't want to just trash it. (laughs) We're not going to do that. But we didn't, we found out separately that we both didn't love this book we thought it was good and we can see why people would like it maybe we're just hypercritical and we tore things apart that you should like just read over and not let get to you but there's certain aspects which we will talk about so we should just preface it and say (laughs) say, warning if you like really love this book you might not want to listen to this because you will hate us (laughs) and in the future i am hoping that the next books that we read we were going to be like let's talk about every good thing that will happen yeah it was a you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. This was just a true, like, leap of faith mm-hmm. to start with a book that neither of us... Well, that's kind of the point. <laughs> that neither <laughs> of us read. But um, with that, yeah, we're not going to, like, shred it. But also on Taylor Jenkins Reid, like, if you ever listen to this girl, I... Don't be mad. Like, I think you're a great author. I think it's amazing if anyone writes any book. Like, bruh. Like, <laughs> like I've, written, I've written, like, a five-paragraph so essay. process <laughs> just said that's so true (laughs) no like like also we have just like like i don't know yeah we haven't written crap so with that like these are just take it with a grain of salt (laughs) we're not scholars although maybe one day but for now we're just we're just messing around so with that let's get into it spoiler alert we're gonna we're gonna talk about some details so if you haven't read this book pause it go read it like come back to this when you're finished because we're about to bring out some of the dirty details you don't want to know we're not going to just talk about the details either we're also like going to ruin the book for you yes (laughs) go buy it yeah like there's some major plot twists in here oh and i i think we should probably do like a trigger warning there's definitely some domestic violence domestic abuse um i think even like suicide 
a little bit. A little, yeah. yeah. And, like, some homophobia. There's just some heavy topics. Yeah, this isn't, like, a light, like, fluffy read. Like, Not, like, gonna, a romance. No, mm. this is, like, it, it is pretty deep. And, um, so, yeah, we just thought we'd say that before you read it. Just so you know. All right. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's get, get into started. it. Okay, so we're going to start out with, like, our initial thoughts before we even got halfway through the book. What did we think? Were we like, yeah, I'm really into this? Or was it like, eh, I liked it, but... Yeah, And it's I, not like a page-turner for me. What you Honestly, think? I... It wasn't a page-turner for me. I, I started to read it, and, like, I feel like I love a book when, like, the first 30 pages, I'm like... Mm-hmm. Like, I go to work, and I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I just want to get home, like, see what happens next. That wasn't this for me. I feel like the the it's a little bit of a slow start because mm-hmm. you're kind of like learning a little bit about Monique like about Evelyn and like but just a little bit too the thing yeah, they, with this book is like she's not like giving you a backstory on well she'll give Evelyn a really good backstory but like we talked about Monique specifically you're not getting much in the first bit of it and honestly you we, kind of don't don't, don't get even it at all the end. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's one thing that kind of irked me is like Monique's obviously like the writer of Evelyn's like I guess biography and like she should be a really dynamic character I didn't who has that. a lot to bring to the table but she, all she had to bring was like the connection. a divorce well and, well, the, connection yeah, and the connection with Evelyn but like she wasn't like the little background we got on her didn't make me like I love her yeah like I feel like I was like okay so this is just like a chick like that's somehow ending up connected to Evelyn yeah. like we didn't know at first you don't know why she's been hired to go interview with her and all that jazz so um and Monique doesn't know either she's like waiting to find out you don't find out till the end why she's the one that Evelyn chose to write this and like as this book keeps going though it's mostly about Evelyn obviously it's the title of the book but I feel like it tried to go deep with Monique, but it, but didn't, it like, like, didn't go deep. Like, <laughs> it, at the end it did, but then I was like, well, we can't go deep with her because I don't know that much about her. Well, and it went deep in the last 10 pages, but not deep enough to be like, oh, I'm really invested in her story now and yeah. I'm sad that it's ended. It just, like, brushed the surface of it. Yeah, and I was, so, like, invested in Evelyn's story. Me too. I like, wanted to know what happened. Obviously, it's yeah. all about her, but, like, but I feel like having that kind of, like, point of view and, like, back and forth throughout mm-hmm. the book... I wanted to know more about Monique. So what did you think about Evelyn's character then? Because Monique, she was like just fine. Like yeah, I didn't like, like have controversial. an opinion on her. Yeah. Evelyn, um, hmm. I'll say it. Let's say it at the same time. <laughs> One, two, three. Wait. What? I didn't like her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I have mixed feelings about about our girl Ev. E. E. E girl. <laughs> Hugh. Little Hughie, Hughie <laughs> <Big> Mama, Tata, <laughs> Tata Three, Queen. Okay, so obviously she's uh, born in New York. She's like a very rough upbringing. She realizes that from a young age. She takes advantage of her body and uses that to like get to places where she wants to go. I feel her like lockers get her famous. <laughs> no, literally, it's like in the book. She's like talking about it, like my my boobs made me famous. It's kind of like her thing. And I, at first, I think I liked her more. Me too. Like, because she's obviously just, like, trying to escape this mm-hmm. awful situation that she just, she's been brought up in. Like, yeah, she, that makes sense. And I'm like, go, go, Ev. 
get out of there I, like way to just like make your horrible situation like work for you mm-hmm. and you know climb that ladder queen <laughs> preach this yeah <laughs> i like that she was willing to do anything that she had to do to like get to the top and get herself out of that situation like even if it wasn't something she wanted yeah that was but yeah to like a certain extent because once she became famous so essentially she uses her body to get herself into hollywood and get famous she starts getting roles in movies and then once she's famous it wasn't enough for her she still had to be not just number one but like held to a level that like shouldn't be attainable and she somehow got to yeah and she had to hurt a lot of people to get there and so I think I liked her at first because she was I will do anything to make my life better and I'm also like gonna learn how to be good at it but I don't like how she continuously screwed people over yeah she <laughs> till really the was end just of the like book. screwing people over really hard like yeah. the entire book even like the people that she really loved which I mean like it is a good story in that sense Mm -hmm. like this like strong will to just like make life happen for herself Mm -hmm. I I guess but I will say something that somebody pointed out to me is like the thing is you find out that Evelyn knows she's a bad person yeah I guess that's good because she literally says like I know I'm a hypocrite I know I've done these horrible things. I would do them over again. Yeah, like, so she, like, owns she's it She's aware. Yeah. yeah. She's not like, what? What, really? I did that? Like, she's she's smart. Yeah. But I feel like I was just kind of, like, sad for her. Like, like I was... I, like, wasn't. No, no, like, in the way that she knew what she wanted, but even then, like, until the end of her life... She didn't know what she wanted, really. Like, yeah, because she would keep getting there and then being, like, deeply unsatisfied. Yeah, I... I Wow, I really feel like a lot of people could relate to that. Um. <laughs> yeah, guys, like, like that Live, Gucci laugh, laugh. bag, like, won't bring you happiness. <laughs> uh, guys, everything we say, just sarcasm, like, sarcasm. please. If you don't, if you don't know us, like, just it's all take that now. Like, <laughs> no, but um, so yeah, I don't know. I think like it was cool to kind of just like have this dynamic love story okay Mm -hmm. big spoiler plot twist she is bisexual so the love of her life is actually a woman like a lot of the husbands were just kind of like little pawns in her chess game trying to make life happen she was using them to get what she needed yeah but through that she lost her lover celia st james what'd you think of celia celia honestly i I, I, didn't like her (laughs) i really did okay i i kind of liked her okay actually this is gonna sound really bad (laughs) i'm about to say it might sound worse okay what's really bad i don't even want to admit this like when she you know she would get mean and just like say these really mean things Mm -hmm. i do that to jacob's (laughs) it's horrible no i try so oh yeah jake is my husband if you don't know that um like which i mean i just i (laughs) you hear my dog panting in the back yeah sorry if you can't hear that it's really hot in here yeah maybe i should crack a window anyways um i i don't want to do that to jacob but i was like i get her like i i feel that a little bit Mm -hmm. i'm glad i'm not okay that's a good observation but what i was gonna say is um Celia's a whiny baby. (laughs) The only thing that I can defend Evelyn is she did everything in her power to protect her relationship with Celia. And Okay, but but you gotta like give Celia some credit because she's like like, oh, like I'm doing this for us, but also like slept with my ex husband. (laughs) Yes, but it was the nineteen (laughs) fifties. If she was sleeping or if they were openly sleeping together as women, 
the world knows what terrible things would be said. That's Are true. we about to get in a fight? No. Not, not, not today. Okay. <laughs> I would never. But I feel like, <laughs> um, she, like, got so upset with Evelyn for, I mean, justified reasons, which is fair. But I guess given the circumstances. Yeah. Because, yeah, they are set back in time at this point. I mean, current day, Evelyn is sharing her story in, like, I don't know, the late 20-teens with mm-hmm. Monique. But she's, like, bringing it back to the 50s, 60s, like, as this is happening. So, and the book talks a lot about that, kind of, like, what it was like for LGBTQ, like, the community. And they couldn't, like, just come out, especially with their, like, fame yeah they're where they were at yeah like their careers would be ruined so so it makes sense that evelyn had to do what she would do that she would have to do what What she she did did, yeah and i guess yeah i guess you know she was a little i don't know it's like hard because i want to defend celia and say well her wife well her well lover was doing it with other people but also like she kind of had like if evelyn didn't get pregnant and have a family with another man, it would, like... Like, uh, everyone would be, like... Yeah, the spotlight was so on them, it would make this big focus. Why can't Evelyn Hugo get pregnant? It would be in, like, one of the newspaper clips. So, like, I totally understand. I guess I understand both sides, but I can't help but just not like Celia. Well, and she kind of, like, owns up to that later. And Evelyn owns up to being, you know, kind of having to do some bad things. Bad in her own right. Yeah, so... Well, and... So with that, I what do you think about when they come back together? Like ten, they haven't talked for like ten years. Wait, can we talk about one character? Oh we've my gosh! Missed? If you haven't read this, you're probably like, what are they? Talking? <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so read jumping the- <laughs> around. <laughs> We're really just yeah. On you a have coaster. to read the book before you listen to these, because then you'll know what we're well, talking or, about. Or like we said, you can just like pick a few. Like Could pieces. you imagine, though, picking a few pieces from this? <laughs> I feel like it's in the 1950s and they're bisexual, but she's telling the story. And, oh, yeah, it no, would be a no, lot. <laughs> be hard to follow. Okay, yeah, so read the book. Yes. So, um, one character we haven't introduced who was my favorite character. Is it Harry? It's Harry. Okay, same. I loved Harry. He was just, like, the king of the show. And I thought I wouldn't like him at first because he worked for the studio that Evelyn first got her fame in like the first studio that was doing the movie she was in and so like typically in the book most of the guys that are in that industry they kind of suck and they treat her poorly and they take advantage of her but harry but she's also she knows she, she knows plays the game too like yeah. she's playing the game she's aware harry was the Doesn't only one right. that consistently was showing up for her and showing up for everybody he yeah, was harry just a standout no guy <laughs> he was her. just nice and i i'm like I wish I just knew what he looked like, like, in Taylor Jenkins Reed, Reed's mind, because I was like, I feel like he's just so cute. I just have a picture of Ed Sheeran. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> or maybe I'm That thinking, is so not a You know what I'm picturing. thinking is Prince Harry. <laughs> okay, very different. The royal family, but it's probably just because of the name. Okay, I can get a little bit more behind Prince Harry, but, like, I was, Why not I was picturing, like, a stud, not... Okay, now that Ed Sheeran... Uh, what are you saying about Ed Sheeran? Are you suggesting Ed, something? Ed, I'm sorry. If you ever listen to this, I'm sorry. No, I think Ed's cute. Just, like, in a very... You don't way. have to say anything. Okay, cute. let's move on. Um, no, I loved Harry. He was, like... He was just... He was a king. Like, mm-hmm. very just kind and supportive all the time. We love him. Okay, wait. Let's talk about, though, 
the 10-year gap. Are we going back to yours? Yeah, because I want to say something about this. Hit it. I was so annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, for reference, if you're still listening but you haven't read this, like, her and Celia break up because um, Evelyn is in this movie with her ex-husband and she does a very graphic sex scene with her ex in the movie. They don't actually have sex, but it looks like they do. Mm-hmm. Which is scandalous for the time, Yeah, too. for the time period, that was, like, crazy. Like, what is she doing? She was a sex icon at that time. Yeah, though. but but she didn't tell Celia that she was going to do it. Instead, she asked her after she had already done it. And Celia said, I'm not comfortable with that. And Evelyn said, like, oh, crap, already did it. Sorry. And then Celia just left. She was like, I'm done. Like, I can't just, like, keep living like this. You will never, like, give me all of yourself, even though, like, that wasn't really possible at the time because of, once again, like, where they were at in history, they couldn't just, like, be together 100%. They always had to be hiding it. So, anyways, Celia, like, hates that. They don't I will for 10 years. say this is, like, the third time, maybe it's only the second time, that they've split up, not talked. No, second time they split up. Yes. Long. So, yeah. this is the second time that they've been, like, we are done, and it's dramatic, and it's, like, a big end. Yeah. And so, like, after the first time understandable mm-hmm. after the second time 10 years passed yeah so so they kind of just like go 10 years without even speaking to each other and then i can't remember i just finished the book they, today but evelyn like calls her and is like because they they kind of like they like subtweet each other when they win an award like each of them mm-hmm. so so they don't say who they make it subtle is. hints of like online and television thank you to this person like there's a person out there i haven't spoken to in forever but just i hope she knows i love her mm-hmm. like that's it and so <laughs> subtweet <laughs> yeah it's like a subtweet like now that's what that would be but evelyn calls her and she's like living in new york she's like can i come see you and, and she's like, like, like what and she's like, yeah, let's get have dinner. So she flies to L.A. Oh, d- by this point, she has, like, a kid with Harry. Like, this, like, a lot of times. <laughs> we missed a lot of things. <laughs> we really jumped. But we're, we want to talk about the nitty-gritty, okay? She goes, she has dinner with Celia. They like, reconnect. Literally haven't seen each other or spoke to each other. And at this point. Except for a couple of letters that they sent over the past, like, oh, yeah. small period of time. And at this point, sorry if that clap was loud. At this point. Um, they're both, like, 53 years old. Yeah, like, they're, they're like, not, so like, time is 20 by. anymore. It's, like, I feel like at a certain age, you kind of stop holding on to things that, like, maybe, like, 20-year-old Carly held on to something more than well, 53. You're not, you don't know. You're... I don't you're know. You're 20. I think of older <laughs> people, so though, that, like, get a divorce and they just, like, have to be fine and move on with life. It's, like, I don't know many people that are waiting 10 years for somebody. Well, I don't think they were... That's... They were they waiting were, for each other. Well, they Sorry. were, but they weren't. <laughs> Yelling <laughs> You're, like, passionate. <laughs> no, okay, so, basically, they meet up and, like, have a conversation over dinner, and they're just basically, like, yeah, like, let's live you together again. <laughs> yeah, like, like, okay, we'll just move to Spain. Okay, obviously, it's more complicated if you've read the book, but they but make they this just, like, whole elaborate plan, like, at the, dinner, like, after not seeing each other. the first time they've seen each other. Yeah, and they're, like, we're gonna move to Spain. Harry will marry because Harry's gay too. I think oh, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Harry has been hiding that he's gay for the entire time that he's been in Hollywood. So him and Evelyn get married to like like be beards for each other. Yes. So uh, Celia's like, my brother will marry Harry. You and I will get no, married. No, my brother will marry will marry you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. that way, when I die, because btw i'm about to die in 10 years um, yeah, it's like oh, like it's like stuff. so much so, and like, it's like wouldn't you have a lot to catch up on i'm really gonna <laughs> say it it's unrealistic well yeah 
Okay. I, mean, I know that books that are fiction are really supposed to like have elements of glamour that are going to be like way over the top. But if it's a story that could be real, it could be a young 30 something interviewing. Which I think an is older... what Taylor Jenkins Reid was going for because it's like, like it's set in a way where it's like a realistic Novel. Yes. So if it could be real, then there can't be details of it that are so unreal. It's well, I mean, absurd. there can't. I think maybe. I guess. Maybe I don't we're know. just not like hopeless romantics enough. Like maybe that's why Amanda loved this because I I feel like she's a hopeless romantic. Hi, Amanda. Are you listening? Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, I miss you. Yeah, we miss you. We'll see you tomorrow at work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. No, but like. I think maybe if I was... Yeah, maybe I'm too much of a realist. And I'm like, this We're is fake. Yeah, no. Well, with that, like... Let me just say, I think I'm okay with where the story went. There were just a few things. Like, for instance, this moment when they rekindled after 10 years that... Oh, one sec. I gotta let my dog out. There were moments... <laughs> I'll fill up that awkward space. Yeah. There were moments where it was like, this is too unrealistic. Yeah, like... Yeah, just simply the fact they haven't seen each other in so long. Yeah. And they're just like, here's our big master plan. Like, let's move to Spain. Also, my 14-year-old daughter who was caught doing cocaine, well, she'll just come with us. Like, yeah, I who's was like, 14 and having sex is going to yeah, come with us and she'll like, be perfectly fine. That just kind of felt like it dropped in there, too. And, like, it wasn't... Like, it was just kind of like, yeah. oh, like, here's the thing. It didn't... I don't know. It didn't have enough details to make it believable. And then when they moved to Spain... Life is perfect. Everything yeah. is going great. Her daughter's no longer getting into trouble. And it was... Which I was happy. Okay, I, I was like... I, too, was happy. Nobody wants a 14-year-old doing that stuff. Yeah. But she I... She was really rebelling. If you read it, you'll know what I mean. Um, I would say the first half of this book held me. It was good. It was believable. There was nothing that was too far-reaching. Second half, specifically, like, the last few chapters were it, it almost felt like it was like sped up to kind of like make a resolution yeah yeah because everybody wanted to get to the end of that point and she's like i'll just type this out real quick just to give them some answers and yeah. but i mean it was still interesting and good um no i think it was still thought out but it just wasn't like like it just wasn't it didn't resonate with realistic me. enough to me yeah 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 because yeah so celia dies like actually that was really sad like when celia died i was kind of like okay i was like <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't care. So unmoved. I read Holocaust books all the time, so maybe so it's this like, was just like nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> all right, she did. You're like, okay, bye. Um, no, when she died, I was like sad for her, but then I was kind of just like, well, I I don't even know. Like, I don't know if I feel bad for you. Okay, but let's I let's get to the real like butter and bread. The real story changer. Why Monique? was writing this story so evelyn essentially asked monique to write the story and it's like for no real reason monique is like i am a entry-level writer nobody knows my name i'm not famous why is this multi-billionaire superstar asking me to write this and evelyn is basically the whole time says you'll find out you're gonna hate me after which i could not like i would be like tell me now <laughs> i know and like evelyn has such an assertive dominance over Monique, so Monique is like, okay, he he, I'll just wait till the end. Yeah. So, essentially, what happens if you haven't read the book, turn it off now. Like of all times to turn it <laughs> off, it's now. So, uh, during a part of Evelyn's life, her fake husband Harry, who is the one we previously talked about, he gets into a car accident while driving. Which, if we didn't say before, they got married. There was like a whole thing. Where <laughs> Celia married this quarterback of a football team who was in love with Harry. Mm -hmm. 
Harry and Evelyn were friends, so they got married. They became neighbors, and they were kind of just, like, being, like, secretly in All love with doing each other. together. Well, not together. No, it was, like, Harry and John. John, yeah. And then Celia and Evelyn. And so that way the press would think, oh, they're just, like, great friends. Like, yeah, all yeah. Of them. But they were all secretly, like, you know, had Intermixing. Yeah. yeah. So Harry um, finds a new lover. Because, because John, he yes. dies. It's really sad. Really sad. I actually was pretty sad about that. But Harry finds a new lover. (laughs) Oh, that's yeah, yeah, huge fan. (laughs) He's a football. How'd you know? Um, so Harry finally finds a new lover, and she is ready to present the idea of moving to Spain with Celia, and then Celia's brother. And she's heading to Harry's house, and she comes across the car accident that Harry has been in, and um, Harry was driving drunk, and there was an unknown male passenger. Um, riding shotgun. I called this, by the way. She did call it. She called it everything. Yeah, no, Carly finished before me, and I was like, this is happening. Carly's like, stop ruining. And I can't keep a secret. I would like to lie, but I can't. (laughs) So, Evelyn, to preserve Harry's good name. And reputation, because he's like a big time producer. Yeah, and And this guy, she has no clue who he is. So, she puts the guy in the front of the car. Or no, in the, sorry, the in the driver's seat of the car and takes Harry, Harry out. Yeah, to the hospital. So it looks like this random man hit his car into a tree. And died drunk driving. Yes. And that Harry just like... Happened to be injured. Yeah. And long story short, Harry dies. And then, at the end of the book... Monique, we find out. Monique finally finds out why Evelyn wanted her to write this piece. Well, the guy that they put in the driver's seat, the pastor, Harry's lover, it's a Monique's dad. Here's what? what <laughs> Here's what makes me so mad. So, Monique grows up thinking that her die her dad died a drunk driver, like which is out of character for him. Like yeah. she understood that and like has spent her whole life coming to terms that her dad died by driving into a tree yeah. while drunk and apparently like according to everyone in her life he was a loving father a great husband all this stuff so here's where we got a little upset yeah this is <laughs> what this really is, yeah what timory pointed out to me is that um her dad writes this letter to harry because harry invited him to go to spain and harry was like come with me and we'll be in love and evelyn or monique's dad is like no, I have a I family. Can't, I can't betray my letter, family. Yeah, yeah, in the letter, he's like, I just love my family too much. Like, if anything, like, like, all they need to know <laughs> is that I love them. So that's why I'm not going with you. Even though we've been going out and sleeping together for months, I just love them too much. And so that's why Evelyn hands her this letter because it was in Harry's coat pocket when he died. And that's probably why they got in the accident. They were drinking too much because he was probably sad that he wasn't going to be able to be with this guy. So, at the end of the book, Evelyn gives Monique this letter, and she's like, what's most important? It's so unrealistic. No, well, she's like, what's mo- most important is that you know your dad loved you. And for me, like, maybe this is just my, like, own personal family values. I was like, okay, you know. No, he didn't. No, he was literally, like. He was like, cheating on my mom. Yeah, he was cheating on his wife, and I mean, okay, I guess... I guess we could give him grace because it was the 19-whatevers where gay men and whatever sexual orientation you presented yourself with was not accepted and yeah. you could literally lose your life so, over it. Okay, so if he was actually gay, it doesn't really say. If he's actually gay and it was denying himself, like... To protect his family. To protect... And, like, just gonna stick with his family. 
I mean, I guess I could, like, see, okay, that was nice of him to just stick around for his daughter. But I was, like, in my case, like, if Jacob cheated on me with anyone, I would be, like, freaking, like, I wouldn't be, like, at least I know he loved me. (laughs) It would be, like, if my fiancé, Riley, hi, baby. (laughs) Hey, Riley. (laughs) If he cheated on me with one of his marine friends. Or any girl, girl, yeah, I'd be pissed. And I would be, like. Like, no. what do you, I don't even know. I can't speak to this. And there would like, be no, like, know. justification like? he could have that's like, well, I really love you and I'm, well, I want our family. I'd be like, no, you don't. You like wouldn't you even chose, think of it. You chose to go be with somebody else, whoever it is. You just yeah. chose. So that was a little plot hole where I was like, no, that's not the most important part of that letter. Like, the most important part is, like. He was cheating on our mom. Yeah. And I guess it's good that. And living in a lie, though, because he. Well, I don't know. This gets really complicated. I guess what I'm going to say the most, like, crappy part of that whole letter situation, too, is that Evelyn Hugo, who's all high and mighty in the public's eyes, covered up her friend's mistake and made some other innocent man look guilty. But she doesn't regret it. I know, and that sucks. Because if you don't have remorse for that, I don't think you're a good person. I'm really saying this like she exists. Yeah, we're like, like, Evelyn, screw you. (laughs) No, yeah, there are parts of Evelyn that I liked it was like okay like waited I get it yeah yeah but that part I can't stand well, by and also the fact that she placed this burden on Monique like yeah. now you have to decide whether or not you're gonna tell your mom that your dad was cheating mm-hmm. also are you gonna place the burden that like like she just made it so much more complicated for Monique like she didn't have to tell her that and I guess the only justification there that she could give is Evelyn is giving Monique the rights to write this story down and create an entire book that's gonna make millions but I I don't know I feel like money would never make up for that well, and also why wouldn't she just give Monique like millions of dollars like, yeah <laughs> I guess I mean she wants to be a writer so that kind of works out but like yeah I'm like, why couldn't it? I, I don't it know. It makes sense, but like, it's frustrating. Yeah. Like, okay, so maybe, so maybe this isn't a bad book. Maybe it's just like the kind of book where you have to talk about it to get through all the plot. Yeah, holes. like it just kind of pisses you off a little bit. Yeah. But like, you you can kind of get behind everyone, but you're also like, mm. maybe that's the whole point that, though. Oh, it's like, <laughs> oh my god, she just pointed her finger at me. Oh my god. I feel like okay. I maybe I don't hate this book as much as I thought. <laughs> This is what the power of a good conversation does. Yeah, you know what? Thank you, Taylor. Taylor. For us this combo. I feel like my brain is, like, opening. We're also having wine, though, right now. So. <laughs> That's true. It could just be that. So, so you know. But I maybe the whole you. point is, like, you're constantly going to be the, in this debate of, like, this is... What a, is right and wrong. Yeah, what is right and wrong. I guess... Oh, my... Did we just figure it out? <laughs> maybe that's... Because on surface level, I'm like, if he if he cheated on me, I'd be so pissed. I could never forget. What if everybody that listens to this is like, that's you the whole point, you idiot. <laughs> no. Maybe we should talk more. I, Timory kept trying to like talk to me about it, and I was like, no, save it for the pod. And then like, here we we'll are. Discuss this in the pod loft. <laughs> I really did say it's that. It's not a loft. It's just my guest room. We put a desk. <laughs> I don't know if we're having some profound breakthrough. Actually, oh sorry. Or are we? I don't know. If you believe we are, let us know. Yeah, what? Now (laughs) Now I'm frustrated. My whole world just got flipped 
And maybe that's the point. I it might be all of that to say. Okay, but with, even if that's the point, it's I still say there frustrating. Were, there were a few parts that just were like a little too like happenstance, like that mm-hmm. wouldn't happen in real life. But I guess that's what books are for. Mm-hmm. And I will say, because I read Malibu Rising right before we read this, mm-hmm. um, and I just like really loved that book for reasons. Well, also, ooh, you haven't read it, so no. one of her husbands is McReva. He is the father of the family in Malibu Rising, which I think is a really cool thing that Taylor Jenkins Reid did. Oh, so, that's so he's like the slutty superstar, like singer in this book. Well, oh. it, it like goes so the, with the other book. It's like crisscrossing stories, but it's that like one takes place on in the Disney 80s. Channel when they had like Sweet Life of Zack and yeah. Cody and Hannah Montana. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like have a mashup. Hannah Montana would be like on the cruise ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect thing. Yes, no, but... <laughs> Gotta dumb it down. Because I read that one first when Mick Rebo was in this book. I was like, what? Okay, it, like, I like that. the stories aligned well, too. Like, he had the same persona, like, obviously. Interesting. Oh, okay, that makes sense, too. We're not talking about my yeah, life. Yeah, no. But, well, um, maybe yeah. in the future. Um, what was I about to say? Okay, with all of that being said, I feel like we've really gone back and forth. <laughs> I think, is it time to get give our... Rating. out of five review yeah okay yeah like if you followed any of that thank you <laughs> yeah thanks thank for you. making it this far <laughs> also we decided to do a five-star rating because on the goodreads app That's it does five it, stars yeah. so i'll give you like a rundown of that one star hated it would never touch it again. yeah wouldn't want to read it again two stars it was okay but i had to force myself to yeah read like it. i had to be like ugh have to pick this up yeah okay I guess three stars I liked it there's parts about it that I really liked but there's also parts that I could really pick apart um four stars I really loved it and I had very no you didn't really love it you really liked it I really liked it and I had very few things that I could like and I would probably recommend it to somebody who I think would like yes five stars everybody read this yeah I loved it it was my favorite book yeah so are we doing on the count of three Okay, I think we're going to say the same thing. One, two, two three. Three, three stars. Oh. <laughs> okay, I knew. I knew. I almost lowered mine to two when we were having this conversation, but, but then, then we got to the end. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, that life sometimes, you know, there's good and bad everywhere. Yeah, once we were like, <laughs> I had too much wine. I have one glass. <laughs> I barely drank any of that. Yeah, you know. This was a tough one. I feel like in having this conversation, we kind of discovered even more what we actually thought about it. I think so too. It's kind and of beautiful. I am looking forward to our next book. <gasps> okay, yeah. So so I guess that concludes that. That's our rating. Three out of five stars. Three out of five. Now we're going to talk about the next book we're going to read. Start Go to the Well-Read Moose if you live in Coeur d'Alene. Shop local. Um... Or wherever you want. Wherever you buy books. Amazon. Oh, wait. And. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I don't want to get sued. I don't know if I can say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't even talk about that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So our next book that we're reading. We'll give you two weeks. Usually we'll probably finish it sooner just because we're just like such bookworms. Like we can't studious. Yeah. And we have a little bit of a surprise. Um. Yes, we do. What? <laughs> Don't give me that look. In oh, between, oh, yeah, yeah okay. in between book reviews, you're still gonna get an oh, episode. Yeah. But I think we should wait. Yeah, we'll tell. We'll we'll get there tuned. when we get there. So, anyways, with that being said, our, our next, next book, book is 
Normal, Normal People by, by Sally Rooney. This is another book we've seen all over Book Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oh, a Hulu show. I've never seen it. I I have. I I would say if you're not don't watch that if you're not 18 it's it's pretty graphic mm-hmm. <laughs> i watched it a very long time ago so i honestly can't really remember i'm sure I'm well sure the book is gonna be a little graphic i've read 23 pages and i have so many thoughts yeah so okay. but it's something that's like really popular i feel like for mm-hmm. like people like in their 20s like i don't know kind of like this realm of like young adults people getting back or into not reading adult. that like like reading's becoming cool again i think yeah <laughs> and this one has just been really trendy so we were like Let's, Let's see what it's yeah. all about. So we're going to start reading that if you want to join us. And in two weeks from today, we are going to do our book review of that. So we just want to make sure that everybody could read along. Yes. And so with that, we're going to end how we end every book review with a positive, beautiful, <laughs> meaningful quote that we found from Pinterest. <clears throat> and what's, what's today's quote, Carly? She walks through hell. With this, wait, this is the wrong one. Oh my God, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I, I accidentally. Tapped. Okay, that's okay. okay, okay, start over. <clears throat> sorry, she's gonna forever say, "I got this," even with the tears in her eyes. <laughs> okay, that's a good Goodbye. one. That like fits Evelyn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You can't say that on here. <laughs> sorry. I made it to the very end. (laughs) Dang. I'm impressed. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Please. This is our first episode. Give us a break. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. Like or follow our page on Instagram at Hot Girl. Oh, wait. At Hot Girls Read This. We need to talk about something. What? When you search for Hot Girls (laughs) Read This on Instagram. Warning. A little bit of a warning. There's a lot of pages that have hot naked if, girls if you start to search hot girls you can just let your mind wander to what that will lead to on instagram we didn't think about that Marie's <laughs> husband had to point it out no i was like babe go follow my page she starts typing hot girls and we saw we saw some tatas some we saw some explicit content so that was an accident we didn't know that would <laughs> we're just <laughs> it's so funny though very on it's brand got, yeah, on brand like oh yeah so, so just, just be aware warning, yeah like if you're going to tag us on our sh- on your story to say oh my gosh this episode was so good at hot girls you're, you're gonna see some nude women i'm sure there's a page <laughs> too that says it's like hot girls reading books or something like that oh so just no <laughs> so just be really careful with yeah. those tags but all of that to say follow us on instagram please if you are a true fan a true if you're hot if you're a hot girl <laughs> this one goes out to my my fiance too if you don't rate this you're a fat you're done we're done yeah so you can listen well you know where you can listen apple podcast you're listening right now but that's where you should leave a review let's blow this up let's get this hot girl community of book lovers moving um but with that we hope you have a great day we love you thank you for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye